and good evening and welcome to If The Answer Is, where I ask people questions about their pet hates, things that irritate them and things that generally get up their nose. The rules are simple. They win the round if they can go a whole minute without losing their temper or exploding. And tonight, it's Karen Dunn. And if the answer is Moomin, what's the question? Hello. Your first question. Okay. What is the name of Moomin Mama and Moomin Papa's son? Moomin. What is the name of the TV programme about the inhabitants of Moomin Valley? Moomins. What was the name of Moomin Papa before he became a papa? Moomin! You utter ass. I'm sorry, Karen, you didn't last the round, so unfortunately you don't win. In the next edition, it's Adam Purcell in If the Answer is Bill Gates, What's the Question? Good night. Welcome, welcome, dear listeners, one and all, to this, the latest in a long line of Staggering Stories podcast. Rumbly. I'm Fake Heath. I'm Adam. I'm Asdaman. And I, yes, I am Captain I, I didn't think of anything. I you you could just be you today. Actually, I'm quite ill. <coughs> He's got a sore throat. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Uh, um, Jean is not with us because no. she she's recovering from at the weekend meeting being nice to and standing and smiling with the vast toffee. Hey, man. She's trying to snog him. Snogging him? She was, yeah. The face with celebrity and mm, then there she goes. Yeah, all, she all, goes all, all, all her morals yeah. and ethics yeah, and opinions go out the window. She, out out. Window. she yeah. said she hated him, but then... Oh, Stephen, can I stand her. next to you? Oh, Stephen, can I cuddle you? We won't be able to trust her for our Moffat overview next episode. She'll have to stay out for that. Well, what's he all saying? Love and hate are two sides of the same coin. Yeah, love and hate and snogging, you know. Yeah. May not have happened. We might have made a lot <laughs> a of A little bit up. Of, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Genie. Anyway, without further ado, exploding podcast presenters aside, <laughs> it's the news with El Presidente. Torchwood News. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Now with an evil Arthur Darville. <laughs> okay. I've always been suspicious. He could never mm. be evil. He's too nice. Audio mongers, Big Finish, are pushing more Torchwood full cast audio plays our way. This time with the familiar voice of Doctor Who's Rory Williams, mm. aka Arthur Darville, as a vicious character. Ooh. For the first time on audio, the full original Torchwood team are to be reunited. That being Captain Jack Harkness, Gwen Cooper, Yanto Jones, Owen Harper, and Toshiko Sato, all played by the original cast. Ooh. Yay! According to writer Guy Adams. It's been 10 years since there's been an adventure featuring Jack, Gwen, Yanto, Tosh and Erin, and coming up with something big enough and complex enough to need them was great fun. 
After all, taking down an entire religion isn't easy, but if anyone can do it... The box set Torchwood, colon, believe, will be released in April 2018. Colon. It's nice they're still going. Torchwood, a big finish. Yes, it is, it is. And they keep getting Arthur Darwell doing stuff, don't they? He's done a few things for them. We saw him in Dr Faustus and he was a bit evil in that. Yes, was he? Mischievous. He was. He loitered next to posts a lot. Yes. Why would he do that? Yes. He had he an evil beard. Did he have yeah. a goatee? Yeah. Yep, he did. Spiritual successor to Duncan Jones's Moon due next month. Mm. Mm. Duncan cool. Jones, best known as the director and often co-writer for such films as Moon, Source Code and Warcraft, has another film on the way and it's been bought by Netflix. Please yeah. be better than Warcraft. <laughs> <laughs> well, this new film, Mute... Has been described as mute, mute, a mute, mute, yeah. mute. Well, Did you did you think newt? Into a newt. But I got better. <laughs> mute has been described mute. as the spiritual successor to Jones's breakout indie hit Moon. Apparently, even being set in the same world and the second part of a loose trilogy. Mm. Mm. It will star Alexander Skarsgård. Mm, yeah. Oh. oh. Well, well, <laughs> I did say it as a question. Yes. Yeah, no, that, that, I, I that, 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 the actual pronunciation is nothing like that, but we couldn't do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Paul Rudd and Justin Theroux. No relation to Louis. Plus a role for someone called Noel Clark. Never heard of him. <laughs> this more Earthbound film will be hitting the streams on the 23rd of February 2018. Oh, mm. yeah, Moon was you know, sort of something of a cult hit. Huh? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did the word Skarsgård confuse you because it's got a little circly thing over I, the A? Yeah, yeah. I, I know he was uh, the titular it from the film it, but I didn't know how to pronounce it. That's why I did, avoided that piece at all costs. I find it very funny that you just said titular without giggling. <laughs> <laughs> I did inside. Uh-huh. <laughs> A little teehee. Yeah. A little teehee. Ursula Le Guin. Dead. Dead. Award-winning SF and fantasy author Ursula K. Le Guin has snuffed it, aged 88. Yeah, good, innings. good innings. I love the respect. <laughs> has snuffed it, yeah. Perhaps best known for her young adult Earthsea series and her 1969 sci-fi classic The Left Hand of Darkness. She had over 100 short stories and 20 novels to her name, including the likes of The Dispossessed and The Lathe of Heaven. Her son, Theo Downs Le Guin, said of her, she left an extraordinary legacy as an artist and as an advocate of peace and critical thinking and fairness, and she was a great mother and wife as well. I assume that doesn't mean that he married his, his mother. <laughs> no. I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Okay. Some, somebody called Stephen King said... Never heard of him. <laughs> Who is he? <laughs> Ursula K. Le Guin, one of the greats, has passed. Not just a science fiction writer, a literary icon. Godspeed into the galaxy. Aww. Mm. Yep. He's got away with words, hasn't he, that king, <laughs> that king chap? He should be a writer, shouldn't <laughs> he? Mm, yeah. I should give it a go. Yeah. Um, I've got an addendum. Oh, all right. Our um, American chums might not know who Bella Emberg was, but oh, yes. she was a bit of a legend in the UK, mainly <laughs> yeah. for her comedy. Comedy, yeah. Yep. But she, uh, she's died at the mm. grand old age of 80. Mm, she appeared in Doctor Who three times. Three times, really? Three times. 
times. Really? Uh, in the 1970s, she had uncredited roles in The Silurians oh, and right. The Time Warrior. Hmm. Oh. And in 2006, she played Mrs. Crute in Love and Monsters. Yeah. She also filmed another appearance as Mrs. Crute for The Runaway Bride, but it was uh, it was dropped. Oh. She was the best blunder woman blunder in the woman, entire yes. world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we liked Bella. Mm-hmm. She was a perfect fall to Russ Abbott's Cooperman. She was. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have another death. Oh. Jeremy Wilkin. Dead. 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 I understand this chap popped off quite a few weeks ago. Actually died on 19th December, that 2017. Ooh, quite a few mm-hmm. weeks ago. Yeah. 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 Um, but it just came to life the yeah, last few hours. Were making sure he was dead? <laughs> well, I mean, he's already died once, hasn't he? Harry Sullivan. <laughs> yeah, killed him with a rock to rock on yeah. him. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Was it a whole imbecile. load of rocks? Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah. Well, and he came back as a Mr. On Agent as well. It was being wielded by an imbecile. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> he was quite good at the old sci-fi. Yeah, he was a uh, Pessa Kellner, was it, in uh, Revenge of the Sidemen? Yeah. Mm. He played Captain Ochre, I think, in mm-hmm. Captain Scarlet. Yes. And Captain Black before he turned evil. <laughs> oh. I don't know why he changed his voice. Yeah. Yeah. To sound and he more evil. Because of the original, uh, and then, see, if you turn evil tomorrow, you'll have to change your voice. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> if. Would you like to have a go at an evil voice now? Evil voice. Got to be a really yeah, That's going to hurt your throat. Yeah, it would do. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> That's better. Because I, no one would suspect. I'd hate to think what your really evil voice would be. <laughs> Mind you, yeah, if that went off in a dark house, that would freak me out. <laughs> that would be a brown trouser moment, that would. <laughs> it was 87. Mm, another yeah, not good bad innings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Any more depressing any more yeah. addendums? Anyone feeling near? Death. Tom Baker, Keith? any news on Tom Baker? No. 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 Live and kicking. Yeah. Has anything role playing y happened? He's too ill to care. <laughs> I have no addendums. I've, I've been oh, lying on my deathbed. Oh, you poor old sausage. Coughing and spluttering weekly. Mm. Oh, mate. <laughs> weekly, as in every seven days. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's the end of the news. Sod off news. Yeah. Full of death. That's the end of the death. <laughs> Right, we've been travelling. All over We've Europe. been to yeah. the town where they keep their kings beneath the car park. Yep. Mm. Well, until recently. And then dig them up again. <laughs> we've been to Leicester, because in Leicester they have a space centre. Mm. Oh, a national which, one. Yeah. A national space centre, which looks like... A cocoon. Well, it looks like an inflatable cocoon. Mm. And once again, I forgot to take a pin with me because I really <laughs> want to try and pop it. But we were there because they were showing Science of the Time Lords. Mm-hmm. We weren't showing it at all, really. No, they, they were, were putting it on. They were putting it on. Science of the Time Lords. It was a weekend thing, but we only went for the Saturday because yes. that was the cool kids' day. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And we had to go shopping on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> this is what we thought of it. We'll pause for music. Science of the Time Lords, what is that all about then? Well, basically it was a convention in the National Space Centre. Yeah. And we had a very pleasant little surprise because we'd been keeping up with the uh, the guest list on Facebook. The internet. And there'd been a big apology because Gemma Redgrave mm-hmm. couldn't make it anymore. She was booked to Worked do some work commitments, yes, mm. those Boo-hoo. as well. And yep. they said, don't worry, instead of Gemma Redgrave, we've got... 
David Bradley. Yay! And we all went, Hooray! ooh, that's all right then, isn't it? Yeah. And then as it turned out, Gemma Redgrave showed up anyway. So Hooray! it was yeah. So two for the price of one. Exactly. And we also had Dan Starkey yep. and Nev McIntosh. Yes. As well as Andrew Scaletta and various other oh, sundry bods. Yeah. Oh, Strax. Strax was yes. there, yes. yes. Mm. And Strax insulted us. Uh, yep. Yeah. I didn't well, see him at all. You asked. You didn't see. Him. Oh no, well, we couldn't we, get away from him. <laughs> we got the. We got the. I. I, elb- I nearly elbowed him in the head. That's <laughs> nice. Yeah. Well, people well, just keep like, And Adam him. almost trampled him a couple of years. <laughs> yeah. ago. He kicked his head well, off yeah. that time. Yeah. 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 I felt quite bad because I, I was stepping away <laughs> well, from. because you elbowed from him. Danger. I was stepping away from his a stall where I'd just purchased some artwork, and he was running past, and my elbow just sort of clipped him, and I felt in very the... bad. Oh dear. You elbowed a Sontaran. Did did. Would he have melted you with, with acid? acid. <laughs> anyway. anyway, we learnt many, many things oh, yeah. at this convention. Yes. Oh, really? Yes. The first thing being David Bradley sings a wicked David Bowie. He's, He's a very good yeah. singer. Very, very yeah. good. Mm, good yeah. impression. The second thing being Nev McIntosh and Dan Starkey are bloody funny. Yes. Nev or Neve? I don't know. She'd, she'd know, so I that's all Neve. that matters. Mm, she'll, she'll, she'll tell us. <laughs> and the third thing being that Gemma Redgrave, I think, is very shy. Yeah. yeah. I think it's either A, very shy, or it's very sweary and was choosing her words carefully. <laughs> yeah. She did mention so there, was very lot, there was a lot of lot of small people in the audience. Yeah. She's choosing her words very carefully. She's yeah. got a lot to learn about conventions because yes. she was worried that she was telling stories that she'd told before. That's the whole point of convention. <laughs> Gemma, talk to Katie Manning. Yeah. This yeah. woman can tell stories from 40 years ago and make them the same but different yeah. every yeah. single time. And, 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 and we it's, part, will, it's part of the fun. Yeah, and we will listen to everything and anything. We will. <laughs> Just ask any long-term Doctor Who fan about the eye patch joke. <laughs> and you'll know we don't, we don't care if you repeat yourself. Yeah, we can yeah. tell it as good as the stars now. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're all wearing eye patches. <laughs> yeah. Oh, at the, th- the three session, sessions oh, right, we saw, sessions, the three sessions we saw, I, said, I would have said my least favourite was uh, Gemma Redgrave because she was very quiet and very hesitant. She mm. was. Mm. I mean, I'm yeah, not she... sure how often she does the, the circuit. She's got but... the best laugh in the world, though. <laughs> she's got quite a deep laugh. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. 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 Is it yeah. dirty? Yeah. Oh, I think it could be if she oh. let it go. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think she's particularly comfortable being herself no. on stage. Mm. No. Yeah. Well, that's it. Obviously, she's an actor, so she does personality. But Kate Stewart comes across as very, very different from Gemma Redgrave. Yeah. Yeah. It's a completely different... I'm not denying that, but, it, you know... I'm not just saying usually they, they draw something from their themselves mm-hmm. in their character's portrayal. But looking at her, there is not a sign oh, really? okay. of um, Kate. Uh, Kate Stewart. Yeah. yeah. Same with Bradley, though. Every oh. role you think of, Brad is a grumpy old man. Oh, yeah. yeah. A lot of times in Filch, yeah. Walder Frey, the mm, first yep. Doctor. Yeah. And I tell you, none of them have, sm- have ever smiled. Yeah, David Bradley smiles David a lot. David Bradley is. Oh, oh. Listening oh. To Never him, taking a photo of him. Listening <laughs> to him was a complete revelation. He was. He was, he was really He was done. so yeah. funny, so intelligent, and it was just strange how well he'd researched his parts. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. he knew all of the Harry Potter films, like, off by heart and he could pick out scenes and what he said William Hartnell's granddaughter's book before doing an adventure in space and time yeah Yeah. watch the DVDs learn all about him Mm -hmm. every part it's good to see him he immersed himself in the role anyway 
When you see the Harry Potter film where oh, yes. Filch's cat is killed. Oh, oh. The Chamber of Secrets. Watch that scene very, very carefully because he shared a little anecdote that um, while they were filming that, his young daughter come, had come along for a visit. And Christopher Columbus, director, basically said, yep, get her in some robes, a uniform, she can be in the scene, which mm. was all kind of awesome in itself. <laughs> Chris Columbus then stood her pretty much next to where the dead cat was hanging. Straight so in she shot. was like straight in shot. Mm. And David Bradley said that while he was um, doing his, his run-up, because, of course, Filch comes charging in and screaming and shouting and threatening all kinds of nastiness, he noticed that a young lad, another one of the actors, had thought, hmm, that's a good place to stand, and had stood in front of his daughter. And of course, much taller than her. Mm. And so as Filch comes charging in, he grabbed hold of the kid by the scruff and pulled him out of the way <laughs> because it was a very Filch thing to do. <laughs> so, so that his daughter was yeah, kind of front and centre. Yeah. <laughs> and as he said, he felt, part of him felt bad that he'd done that, but another part was like, yes, that's my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the, um, the screening in, I think he said Leicester Square, yeah. when yeah. the scene came up and her little face is there and she's gone, yes! <laughs> <laughs> kind of ruined the scene, really. Yeah, yeah. A bit, yeah. He's a, he's a lot like Tom Baker in an interview. You just ask one question and he'll oh, go off. Yeah, yeah. He'll yeah. just give you all the anecdotes. But it was Both really, really what, funny. What I didn't realise was, I mean, it's, he's only come to notice since the Harry Potter films, but he has a fifty-year career, yeah. Yeah. acting yeah. career beyond that. Which, but it's a bit part jobbing actor because yeah. he got turned down. Was he say he said he got turned down by Rada twice? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. He, yeah. He is always thankful to his dra- to a drama amateur, teacher who just kept dramatic. kept yeah. putting his name forward for yeah. things. Yeah. But uh, it was just weird seeing him smiling and laughing. Yeah. He yeah. was so Relaxed. lively, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, he, he was, was just he was man. cracking jokes, yeah. and he, he really appreciates being part of fandom oh, God, as well, yeah. doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. And he have got to meet a, a certain disembodied head. Oh, yeah. 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 Yes, yeah, I was quite impressed. He did enjoy a bit of Hedda Pertwee. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose we should say hello to him now. Hello, Hedda Pertwee. Hello, Hedda Pertwee. Yeah, you just sit there quietly. And Thank smugly, you. you notice the smile. Oh, yes, what, he's, he been, he's modelling. been travelling. He was modelling over the weekend. Yes. Well, we've had yeah, to give yeah. him a good wash. People were touching him, <laughs> and he was jumping out of people in lifts, that sort of thing. Uh, the head, not David Bradley. I did I did notice that when you, if you're in a queue and you hold the head of Pertwee sort of right behind the person standing in front of you when they're talking to the person standing next to them and they catch sight of it out of the corner of their eye they don't half scream (laughs) (laughs) I wonder why and then we had the double act of Dan Starkey and Eve Macintosh. Macintosh. Mm. Macintosh I missed this because I was. Oh. Yeah, we were queuing up to get to David Bradley's photo. Oh. Um, yeah, what yeah. did we miss? They were that absolutely very wonderful. Yeah. Bouncing, bouncing off each other yeah. quite easily. I have seen yeah. them before. I think they were a galley. They back in the day when once, we were there. Yeah. Yeah, plus, you know, Dan Starkey, he was at uh, Chicago TARDIS. Yeah. And, uh... <laughs> it all blurs into yeah, one for you, they, doesn't it? <laughs> one, one of the funny things they said was, because there, um, there was a cosplayer there, a uh, uh, Silurian. Yeah. And she was really, really, really good. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. I had a quick really chat good. with her. It's an all-in-one mask. Yeah, it was, oh, that's yeah. lucky. And yeah. Neve McIntosh was saying that when she sees 
cosplayers dressed as Vastra, yeah. she tends to run up and cuddle them. Yeah. And of course, oh. nine times out of ten, they don't know who she is. She... <laughs> <laughs> Cuddling random strangers. Yeah. No, I'd recognise her. We, and and we... Dan Starkey gave a lovely anecdote. When he's in the full kit between yep. takes... He, this is he, some tile armour. Yeah, he tends to have a kip. Because, yeah. you know, he's been up since five o'clock being put in his makeup. Yeah, at least, yeah. And he fell asleep in this chair. And when he woke up, somebody had clearly been round with a bag of sweets offering the sweets because they'd just placed a boiled sweet onto the <laughs> neck guard of his Santara and back. <laughs> so he thought, oh, that's, that's nice of someone. <laughs> he said he's trying to get a cup holder into the next one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Does he ever wake up finding his hand in a bowl of water? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, our Sontoran uniform was difficult to get out of. Huh? <laughs> I believe so. Mm. But yeah, it was a thoroughly good day all round. Oh, I really it? enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah. We, we also got, some... got, whilst we were queuing up to meet David Bradley, we got to meet the Golden Emperor Dalek from the oh, TV yes. comics. Yeah. I saw that. That's yeah. quite chuffed. That was the Scarra <laughs> room. And they had um, yeah. in front of a police box a complete TARDIS console set. Yeah, so you walk way. into the police box and then into the console room. Yeah. It's quite well done, yeah. Literally before, whilst we were driving to the event, we were listening to the audio that the Golden Emperor was from, weren't yeah. we? So yeah. it was about oh, yeah. a 10-minute episode there, so that was quite good. There were some really good cosplayers there. There were a couple yeah, of Mondasian Cybermen, oh, yeah. which I, you don't tend to see an awful lot of. One was distinctly taller than the other, so <laughs> we, we decided the other one was Wasbill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was two Ohikas. Yes. One of, them was, one of them was young Jean. Yeah. Yeah. Two misses, at least. At least two missies yeah. one of which was Heather <laughs> and many 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 doctors yep there was, was... Uh, also um, I think it was a professional setup, but there was a couple of Zygons wandering there around were. I saw oh, earlier and we witnessed the next generation we witnessed <laughs> the next generation showing why they will survive we were sitting having a having a cuppa in the cafe and there was a couple of Daleks doing the rounds and oh, there was yes. a, a family with two small girls one of, very small one of them she, yeah. I think she's probably about five and the Daleks were trundling along shouting Dalek yeah, things doing, doing things that Daleks and, do naturally and spotted them and so trundled towards them saying humans we will exterminate you and this tiny little girl stood and glared at them hmm. then ducked behind her mum and pushed her mum towards them yeah. <laughs> you've had your life mother sacrifice it yeah, for me same. while I run away and hide under this table get rid of the old one yes I didn't spot any Witaka costumes oh. there. Did anybody else? I no, think I spotted no. one, and I think that was on a young girl. Okay. Yay. Yeah. There are quite a few uh, well, various doctors. There's yeah. lots of 11. Quite easy one to do, I suppose. Mm. Uh, yeah, but not many Witakas. Yeah, I suppose you've got to give it time. Yeah. And it's it was a relatively small convention. Pretty busy. I think the yeah. next day would probably have been busier. Yeah. The Sunday was uh, four doctors. It was the it? four Blimey. doctors. I'm glad we went on the Saturday, though, because we've met all those four doctors, and yeah. I'd never met David Bradley. No, and he, met, he might have yeah. been tired if he was there. The next day was he? I think he was Sunday? only there for the one. It was just him for the one. It was Peter Davison, Colin Baker, Sylvester McCoy, and Paul. <laughs> no, to see to see David Bradley on form like that, yeah, was, was more than makes up for it. Unexpected as well. Yeah, so if, you, if you get the chance, I would recommend him. Yeah, absolutely. Would. Yeah. So next year, if it's still on and you're in Leicester, go and see Science of the Time Lords. And while you're in Leicester, you might as well go and see the uh, Richard the Third exhibition as well and see his tomb, because that's kind of awesome too. <laughs> but you don't have to. Not if you don't want to. <laughs> have you finished? Yes. Okay. You can edit that. <laughs> <laughs> Dear 
dear listeners, we've been listening to an audio play, haven't we? We have. We have, have again. Mm, another one. Another mm. big Finnish one. What's again. this one called? Light at the End. We've oh. dipped back to the 50th anniversary. Woo-hoo. Because it was just so damn fine. We're going to relive it. Mm. Let's pause <laughs> for music. the theme tune for this one. one. Yeah, it was like a yeah, mishmash of lots of them. Yeah, yeah a yeah. jazzed up version of the theme anyway. Yeah. So. I personally don't like it. Oh, <laughs> sorry. It's always one. one. Yeah. I'm it's, sure it's Gene like, wouldn't he, like he's it He's channelling Gene. He's in Gene's uh, it's chair. His chair. Yes. I think I may have even farted at some point. <laughs> <laughs> a cockney fart. Okay, so this, this one is a, a mishmash of it's all the do- doctors. Do- doctors do- 1 to yeah. 8. 1 yep. to 8, yes. Particularly 4 to 8. Yeah, it's concentrate mainly on four and eight. Uh, it's yeah, primarily a Paul McGann one. Well, it's meant to well, be, but they all get doctor. a thoroughly good outing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I mean, this was a big event because it was Tom Baker coming back to do a multi-doctor story. Yeah. That wasn't finally, awesome. Which isn't dimensions in time. Well, <laughs> yes. Yes, yeah, that was just a cameo. That doesn't count. Yes. So, yes, this featured... Who was doing the impressions of one to three? Mm. Uh, William Russell yeah. was Hartnell, Fraser Hines was Troughton, and Tim Trelaw was Pertwee. Oh, yeah. very good. Mm. Yeah. Was this Tim Trelaw's first outing? Or I think he... this was... Yeah. I think this Probably. is what got, got him the gig of the ongoing third. Uh, I'm very yeah, impressed. Which is several years later now. Yeah. yeah. The effects for one to three, they were always talking as if they were in the distance. Yeah. 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 So That's it wasn't right. a... So, well, the, all know. the voices would in come a, through a speaker. Yeah. Well. In an eight, yeah. Yeah. They did a similar thing for John Pertwee and Zagreus, they didn't they? did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Obviously, but, that was actually him. That was yeah, yeah. not yeah. great yeah. audio quality because of this, a fan recording. But yeah. yeah. That's why it was... Anyway, the TARDIS is, as we discover, destroying herself piece by piece. Peace. It lands on somebody's roof. It does. And wasn't that little boy? Oh, yeah. Wasn't he wonderful? Uh, yeah. Daddy? Is that Father Christmas? He's in the shed. That's Nick Briggs's son. It is his son. <laughs> it is so yeah. wonderful. We've met a couple of times. Oh, well, he should be in more because that was just awesome. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, so just to sum up, we got Straxus, who we've met before. Mr. Tyler. The CIA. Or yeah. yes. well, later, probably. Like, I don't know if like a moron bit. has <laughs> basically given Isn't the master free rain to go, ooh, I'll have that weapon. Mm. Excuse yeah. me, isn't that a Madonna song? Like a moron. <laughs> it should be. Um, the very first time. As a result... <laughs> Every good deed the doctor's, everything the doctor's ever yeah, done is being slowly wiped being wiped out. Yeah. Companions are popping out of it. They Existing. killed Charlie. Well, they didn't and get her. Killed. Technically, <laughs> they killed her. They, they popped because, her. No, she would be dead because she, she, she the doctor, she, she was on IR 101, yeah. so she'd have been dead. So, and then there was Perry and Ace mm, and yeah. Nissa. Leela. Leela. Yeah. yeah. So there was quite an assembling of her companions. Yep. And they were, they were wiping them all out. Was it called the conceptual bomb, wasn't it? Yep. I don't know. I think it was it. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say the conception bomb. <laughs> That's entirely different. Uh, <laughs> yeah. TARDIS was doing an, an Eric Morecambe. She was wiping herself, all of her temporal bits out, but not necessarily in all no, the right no temporal right order. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Shuffling things around. Yes. 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 And of course, we had, was it Jeffrey Beavis? It was. Yes. 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 The, master. the master. The, the, the very good silky. He was mm. wonderful. Very good. I'm, yeah. I'm sitting tongue. listening mm. to it thinking, I know that voice. 
Who have they got in to play the master? Yeah. Who would it be? It's not Mark Gattis. It's not... Oh, my God, I really recognise that voice, and that's because <laughs> yeah, it was the master. Because he played the master <laughs> in uh, The Keeper of Tarkin. He did. When he does his master voice, though, it breaks even further, and he sounds like he looks like he's burnt to a crisp yeah. in Tarkin. Yeah. Yeah. It's oh, wonderful. Oh, he's playing all crispy with yes. the poached egg eyes. Yes. This version is actually just before... Keeper of Charkin. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. I think there's later versions where he reverts back to that. Oh, yeah. the McCoy yeah. one, yeah. Bizarre reason. And he it? was really creepy. Yeah. Because when um, he met Nyssa and the Fifth Doctor, he was saying, I don't believe we've met yet, my dear. How yeah. delicious. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> you want to go and have a wash, don't you? <laughs> you do. Yeah. He's wonderful. Mm. It's quite poignant when it's Nyssa, isn't it? Yeah. Just, yeah. 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 I've always found that, that version of the Master sort of clashed slightly with um, Delgado and uh, Anthony Ainley, because, well, as I say, so you've got this crispy thing yeah. mm. dressed in rags. Yeah. Burnt to insanity, mm. though. Well, it, this, <laughs> this one is still... He's not as... Na- Natty as Delgado got. Mm. Or awesome. yeah. Delgado. Uh, not Delgado, Ainley. Ainley. Not, as, yeah. not as nutty as Ainley got, but he was more desperate because he yeah. could see the end. He could see his impending <laughs> Yeah, he yeah. was trying everything he could possibly think of to avoid that. Mm. And he didn't dress for the occasion, either. No, 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 no exactly. Well, I was um, saying good, rags, yeah. good use of weaponry from Leela. She found herself a crossbow. Oh, yes. 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 Good yes. shot with the crossbow. Mm-hmm. Realised it was taking too long to reload. Hurled it. Hurled it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we had the line, please do not throw crossbows at me. <laughs> what a lovely little call out. Yeah. What were the yeah. name of those creatures? The, um, the Vests. The Vests. Vest. That's it, yes. They're um, basically, is it warmongers, the arms right thing? Dealers. Arms, arms dealers. dealers yes. That's yeah. it, yeah. That was the whole premise of it. They were literally having an arms fair for various customers. Yeah. And the Time Lords were mm. buying. Yeah. One, wonders yeah. if, one wonders if this is sort of discreetly somehow linking into the Time War. I wouldn't, I would have thought so. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But what According kind to canon, it's already started by this point. Yeah, yeah. So they know. But it's... what kind of moron lets the master <laughs> have yeah. any weapon he wants a just very, so that a very he won't tell moron. Yeah. 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 Who would even care if the master did say anything? Who would believe the master? Exactly, he's evil. You just say, mm. "No, he's lying." Yeah. <laughs> Take him out. Yeah. And of course, it all happens on November the twenty third, nineteen sixty three. Three minutes yes. past five. For no particular reason, other than it happens to be the anniversary. Yeah. Case. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and there's that mysterious red blinking light in all of the oh, yeah. uh, doctors the annoying blinking light yeah. because you can hear it all the way yeah. through it starts to get annoying doesn't it yeah it does a little bit yeah. well how yeah. do you think they felt exactly, exactly. it's flashing a bit brighter now yeah. <laughs> and this one takes the unusual approach for a multi-doctor of pairing doctors up yeah it's yeah. quite a good way to yeah. do it I think, I think yeah, yeah it's probably the most successful in that isn't it because yeah. it worked well with the, the first multi-doctor yeah. the three doctors one two yeah. and three were all together yeah the five doctors it didn't really work did well it? they, they, they didn't they didn't meet until right at the end the final the five scene doctors. Much, yeah. and mm. the two doctors may well not had trouton in it by the time they'd finished it <laughs> yeah here we had mcgann and uh, tom yeah that's interesting which is what the, we really wanted wasn't it the current doctor with the earliest and it was the fourth doctor yeah. and six he came to the front in the second episode didn't he with yeah, yeah. He, kind of, he kind of worked mm. out yeah the first well you know, it's yeah. six in five was more the second this because five didn't actually end up in the yeah. um and you had six with seven yeah yeah, yeah. but yeah because yeah. but 
I love the fact that when four and eight were talking, four was mocking six's dress sense. <laughs> so eight put in a line about the uh, scarf, and yeah. then four said, "Well, you can talk with your wild Bill Hickok look." And, <laughs> and eight was so pleased. Mm. That, uh, yeah, that that's all you're they, listening He hadn't for, mentioned isn't it? Lord Byron. Yeah. <laughs> yes. what, uh, what was uh, Colin Baker's old Joseph and his amazing technical yeah. dream? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he, in a way, is it's, it's another one of the big Finnish doctors, isn't he? Because they mm. completely sort of reinvented him McGann. for uh, yeah. no Colin Baker. Colin Colin, right, yeah. Colin Baker. so yeah McGann had his main run with Big Finish yeah. getting Tom was a big thing and, and yeah. Colin was their doctor so. yeah yeah very much and what I liked about it is no one missed out it was they've got some scenes mm. yeah didn't they? and they yeah. they all had important scenes mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. it was yeah. just it was just a lot of fun apart from the bit where they killed Charlie it's her fault for being there yeah we responded like <laughs> really harsh it, it, it's also quite sinister because at one point in time the um i can't remember his name the innocent bystander oh mr dovey to- dovey yeah. Yeah. yeah had his whole family they'd been shrunk. tissue oh, compression yeah, in, yeah. two tiny Dead. children exactly, exactly. so what... you have the sinister side of it that's what snapped him wasn't it mentally yeah because yeah. yeah. the whole thing came about because he he him saying that that's impossible yeah the conceptual bomb was around him yeah so when he didn't understand that concept it went it mm, went yeah. off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Strange idea for a weapon, but yeah, yeah. whatever. How can Nick Briggs let his son, <laughs> his wonderfully cute son, be in something that's going to kill him off? <laughs> he got better. He he got better. better. He right better. Yeah. I was very pleased when he sh- showed up again at the end. <laughs> Daddy, we've squashed the shit. <laughs> and I also think it was it was better as a multi-doctor story than Zagreus previously. Yeah. That oh, was the I previous mean, one, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. And there was yeah. Sirens of Time. Time, wasn't there which I, is sort like, of one off episodes to, to, di- di- to digress I like the twist of Zagreus is the fact that they're all in it but not as the Doctor yeah. but the story mm. itself didn't quite work it's, it's <laughs> two discs too long yeah yeah it's a bit too long <laughs> I liked Zagreus yeah I thought it was much better se- on second or third yeah. listening mm. what about the four Doctors there's another one isn't there oh, oh, we, I've, never heard that. I've never heard that, no, one, that, that one that one's a subscriber release Ooh, only oh, we, we need yeah. to get that and do that then <laughs> But yeah, on the whole, and i got to admit, I did like how it ended up with each Doctor dropping in on uh, Dowsy, just to make make sure sure everything was okay, okay. and getting more and more more irate. irate. Yeah, that is quite nice. (laughs) Comedy Doctor. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, really? You'd just like to come in, would you? (laughs) I'm fine. Uh, How do all the rest turn up to ask how I am? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, one of the really nice things about it was also nice to hear um, Charlotte Pollard back with the eighth doctor yeah after yeah. she'd gone with uh, mm. the, sixth. the sixth and had her own spin-off show to hear her back there it's sort uh, of like the classic era of big finish yeah, yeah. It, it, it's quite early in the run for her because she's still exploring the tardis yeah oh because she found the arboretum didn't yes she? Yeah. yeah well that's right yeah with yeah. the parrots yes trunks yeah. i like trunks. charlie <laughs> we know we know she's dead shot you <laughs> <laughs> so yes you've probably already heard it before but into the light yeah. damn yeah. fine audio it's not bad for an 50th anniversary yeah. yeah you're kind of limited by you need all the characters in it aren't well, you so the, the plot can't be too yeah heavy. like like yeah. like most of them the 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 story is all the doctors meeting rather than what the reason why they've yeah. had to meet yeah you just yeah. need to make it an interesting romp don't yeah. you really yeah a more traditional approach than day of the doctor yes yeah. And so, dear listeners, that brings us to the end of another podcast. Oh. Oh. Abbreviated podcast. Yeah. Yes. Yes. 
we are doing two. Ooh, don't, don't spoil it. Don't oh. spoil. <laughs> <laughs> you may or may not be recording two in one evening. <laughs> but never fear. In the next one, there'll be more of the same. Oh, hell. <laughs> more fun, frivolity, and jollity. More news and reviews. And even more who old and new. Maybe. L for Leicester. Well, I think we've done it all. Yeah, so let's we've have done all of them. <laughs> We're 282 podcasts in for a 26-letter alphabet. Have we done S- the space and Z. science? Yes. Yes. Space and science, yeah. And short. <laughs> so, until that... Saturatingly solid... Silly... Sliding... S- spoonful... Saccharine... Slips... Slitheringly... <laughs> and sliding... Sloppily... <laughs> and sexily... <laughs> <laughs> And sultrily. <laughs> and spankingly. <laughs> and smuttily. <laughs> and shortly. Will you two just get on with it? Oh, it's all doing each other. Word club. <laughs> Comes shambling towards us. This is me, Crumby Singh. Be seeing you. Farewell. Goodbye. Goodbye. You have been listening to the Staggering Stories Podcast, Series 1, Number 282, featuring Adam J. Purcell, Andy Simpkins, Fake Keith, The Real Keith Dunn, and Scott Fuller. The views expressed here are those of the speaker and don't necessarily represent those of the other speakers or the site. No copyright infringement is intended, and this is an El Presidente production for www.staggeringstories.net. I just wanted to taunt you with that. Oh, revenge will be mine. Pass mm. me the straw, Keith. <laughs> <laughs> Which orifice shall I present? Just bend over. No. Oh, right. <laughs> and think of England on top of Mad Smokey. No, 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 not that one. Oh. <laughs> Audio mongers, big finish, and <clears throat> pushing more torchwood full cut. I'm going to do that again because you mmmed. Don't mmm. <laughs> 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 Welcome, 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 dear listeners, to this one and all. The this thing that I do. Crumbly has just had a stroke. (laughs) (laughs) And a straw up the bottom. No, somewhere else. (laughs) So, what are we doing in this first one? (laughs) Sounded like Marge Simpson. That was, that was freaky. We had, um, I, I don't know if it was a mating incident or a fighting incident, <laughs> but I was, it was the night after we got back from Leicester and I was sort of watching the telly and thinking, oh, I might go to bed soon. When suddenly from the kitchen I heard, <laughs> oh, that's also what freaky. The this is at stupid o'clock at oh. night. So I, I went out into the kitchen, I was sort of creeping, pushed the door open, <laughs> reached around and turned the light on, and there's nothing there. Mm. And then I heard, Oh, Again, this is, thought, this is really scary. <laughs> and then Loki came through the window, and she was like <laughs> a, a puffball. Oh. Her that... tail was everything went like puff fur, and she ran oh. in and ran behind me, oh. and it went <laughs> again. And I oh. thought, ah. That's a fox. Yeah. Mm. And I stood and listened for a little while, and it did not sound like a baby crying. Yeah. <laughs> but I figured Loki wouldn't be overly 
<laughs> scared of a baby crying and I didn't find one in the garden the next day so you know because <laughs> I was going to open the door and look at the fox and tell it to sod off and yeah. mate or fight somewhere else mm. but it was three o'clock in the morning and my brain was There's going not loud noises. what if it's not a fox yeah. what if it's a monster <laughs> what if oh, I open the door and it comes in <laughs> it was a baby dingoes got it though yeah. dingoes what those those Sussex dingoes yeah. that are roaming the streets yeah, yeah it happens all the time <laughs> no vicious brand chainsaw wielding swamp Monster. <laughs> Why was he going? <laughs> He's got a very high pitched voice <laughs> for a chainsaw wielding swamp, swamp monster. monster. Yeah, can't judge him on that. <laughs> the day comes when Anthony either moves out or changes his furniture. He's going to move that sofa aside. And <laughs> yeah, and these wrappers, a shower of sweet wrappers. Monster, Monster of the, the house, house, quick to catch your eye, never do, do, want to do, let do, a passer pass him by. Servant to the poor, buckle to the great, <laughs> <laughs> confidant philosopher and lifelong mate. <laughs>